Well, and I think it's, you've also, I'm trying to find the happy medium because there's, you don't want to over promote yourself, but you don't want to not promote yourself because at the end of the day, you know, our, our best promoters are ourselves. Right. What's up, trade crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryden and Dennis. Got a special guest tonight Ryden doesn't know about. Anyway, oh, we, are, <laughs> we are over here at HVAC R&D. We are powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturer's rep in the Mid-Atlantic. Got some new products that we brought in. Did some training on that. We're going to talk about that tonight. We've, uh, it's Thanksgiving week. It's, I know it, it's already went by, but so happy Thanksgiving, but let's, let's get it going. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah. Come on there. I did it twice for you, Ryan, just in case, just in case I made sure to, I made sure to hit it when I was supposed to though. What's up, everybody? As he said, welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. We are also supported by our other platinum sponsor, One Thing Marketing. Thank you for all the work they've done with our website. As we've been asking you guys lately, and being serious here, real talk, how much do you love some HVAC R&D right now? And where are you listening to us? Are you listening on Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Music? There's so many different ones to choose from that you can definitely find the one that is custom tailored to your tastes. So wherever you're listening to us, please follow us, like us, rate us, leave us a review, share us to your trade crew, help us to continue spreading the great word about HVAC and all the trades. If you're interested in working with us, if you want to be part of a show, sponsor a show, or even look at being a more long-term sponsor, please contact us through our website, hvacrd.com, and I'll get back with you. I'll send you some press kit information, and we can start a conversation. The social media stats continue to climb. We picked up a nice little chunk of new followers on TikTok this week. Instagram is getting close to 1,500. Tradehounds is getting close to 1,600. LinkedIn is in the mid-300s now. It continues to grow very steadily, so thank you, everybody that's listening to us but also all of you that are engaging with us on social media. And please make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at hvac.rnd. And then you can find us on LinkedIn, Tradehounds, and Facebook as the HVAC R&D Podcast. 
For any other information, go check out hvacrd.com. Get on the mailing list. Check out the vendor hub. And if you guys, as always, need anything else, you can always reach out to us at hvacrd at gmail.com. So thank you, everybody. Promotional period is over. Let's get it nice, going. Nice job, Ryan. Yeah, come on. <laughs> hey, there it was. Picking yeah. up what I was putting down there. I was going to say, yeah, thanks to everybody following us. That's I feel like, takes. well, that, and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to say those things that need to be said, but streamline them. I'm trying to think we were listening. Chris and I were listening to a stand-up show the other day. <laughs> And this guy was like, I was trying to figure out how to do this, this simple DIY thing at the house. And I find a video on it. And then I get on this video and it's this kid who's 22 years old. And he spends seven minutes about how I should like and subscribe and punch this thing and touch this button and do yep. this, all this. And he's like, by the time I even got to what I was doing, I forgot what I clicked on the video for. Yeah. Look up here <laughs> in this corner. Hit click here to subscribe. Click. So when Corey used Hit to the make. bell. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Corey used to make. Uh youtube videos he hadn't done one in a while for drum drum covers i'm like Corey, you gotta you gotta put this here and tell him to click there he goes no i'm not doing that his videos were like they would come on the music would start he would play and then they would just fade out and that's what he wanted so i mean i was like and it didn't grow you know <laughs> so put in a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of work and YouTube's funny about that. Like, we had his quality. Some of the last ones we put on there, the quality was good. The audio was good. The play-in's good. That doesn't mean anything. No, unfortunately. That, right. The algorithms, getting people, getting it out there, that's a whole other game. Right? Well, and I think it's, you've also, I'm trying to find the happy medium. Because there's, you don't want to over-promote yourself. But you don't want to not promote yourself because at the end of the day, you know, our our best promoters are ourselves. Right. You know, so it's it's one of those just don't want to overdo it. Don't want to irritate anybody, but I want to make sure you get the message that we well, need your support. A, we need I your love. An H, I've seen an HVAC <laughs> guy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I seen an HVAC guy on Instagram the other day. He was wearing all his gear and he's like, hey. I'm going to promote it. If ain't nobody else going to promote it, I am wearing all my stuff. <laughs> well, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Well, that's brand recognition. I mean, that's like 101, right? Yep. That's it. Um, all right. So what's, uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a time to, is it, is sorry, it that somebody's time? coming in here. Somebody's coming in the house. Hello. Yep. No, they now they can't hear you. Right. Dang it. I always forget that part. Could they hear that? Oh, yep. I heard that. I heard that. What was that? Uh, that, was a, that was a <laughs> holiday turkey day hitchhiker. Holiday turkey day hitchhiker. Yes, Thanksgiving week. It is yes. rainy. It is cold. Uh, it's so it gross. Is, well, it's... I hate to say it, man, but it's this is what it's supposed to be. I don't know. I like it when it's like you just got to... Throw the old sweatpants on and just plop down. Did the uh, watch some Monday Night Football last night? That was good. I I did not watch it because I had to pick between which of my quarterbacks I had to play oh. on the old fantasy team. 
So, so I didn't even want to know. We can't get into fantasy yet. Yeah, we'll get there later. <laughs> but um, your boy over here is cruising up the line now. Cruising up the ladder. Your boy over here is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so what am I drinking? That's right. What are you drinking? the season. I've got a Cider Boys first press traditional hard cider. Have you seen Cider Boys? Nope. They are based out of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It's big here. Big here in Valdez. All right, let me crack this thing up. Oh, apple just hit me right in the face. <laughs> it smells like apple juice from when you was a kid. <laughs> so this is just their just straight up. Turned up. <laughs> All right, this is 5%. All right, let me take a little swig of this. Yep, carbonated apple juice. Solid. With a kick. With a kick. <laughs> Here's the problem with ciders. I like ciders. I like going to the apple farms and like when we go get a, when we go to the Christmas tree farm this weekend, they're going to have some apple cider there. Here's the problem. This thing is 244 calories, dude. Yeah, that's not good. That's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, you is can't it, just and drink is it a tall boy or is it a 12 ounce? No, it's a 12 ounce. Gee. It's a 12 ounce apple juice. <laughs> so bad. That's a that's on their that's their low one. They've got a a blackberry one that's two sixty. You got I gotta look at these things now, man. I'm getting that to that question. Do they have an IBU rating? You know what? I was that's a good that is a good question. Um let's see. Don't drink these if you're pregnant. I don't see it on here. Um Hoping we don't have an issue over there. <laughs> God, watch your mouth. Uh, I don't think they do. We got to. We might have to. Naturally gluten free. No glutton over here. No gluttony. No gluttony. Except for uh, in the calorie count. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Like this is like a meal right here. Jeez. So and, and you know it's I'm like looking eating at an this. apple. I'm looking at this Mick Ultra that I polished off first. It's 95 calories, and, and you know, we're bitching at that. So you averaged out to a Modelo. Perfect. <laughs> this one <laughs> is 244, man. God. See, what are these? I can't remember. 143 in a Modelo. Isn't that weird? That seems a little high. I mean, how much heavier can that be than a Mick Ultra? I mean, Mick Ultra's pretty light, not going to lie. That's my golf beer, for sure. Well, because it's, it's literally drinking alcoholic water. Yep, and their golf, and their can has the golf ball print on it. So. That's true, that's true. All right, what are we, uh, what are we getting into? So, uh, well, you just started talking about golf. I guess you need to talk about your, uh, your victory this weekend. Solid play, I see. Yes. Okay, yeah, I, I did post some stuff on Instagram. It didn't get a whole lot of views. Nobody wanted to see me hit balls, I guess. Um, it got some likes. For whatever reason, Ryden has the magic wand on the <laughs> reels of Instagram. That's not true. I don't know if I'm not 
all caps my stuff here like <laughs> i make an instagram reel and i'm like all right i'm beating riding today and no his in like an hour has got like 300 views i haven't even looked to see what any of my latest ones have done. mine is like 90 <laughs> like it's it's pathetic i don't know now obviously all the people that we follow and we like they they reach in there i, I appreciate that but so yeah saturday had a golf tournament there's a uh, gentleman that lives here mark turner lives in valdez and uh he actually owns the building that we rent keystone rents the space from so he's upstairs and we're downstairs so when you see me on instagram walking around mark's upstairs he's got a business up there but uh big golfer i've promised him since i moved here that i promised him i was going to play in a tournament with him he's a member at a, a club and uh i've let him down since i moved here so finally finally talked me into it i went over went, went with him on a saturday and it was a two-man turkey ball or turkey ball two-man something like that was the tournament of it all right so best format i've ever played in not gonna lie for a two-man they had 60 people uh i think they had about 60 signed up which was a lot and it was on a saturday the weather was perfect this past saturday it was it was a good golf day saturday oh yeah it was a good golf day especially up in the foothills man um so it's two-man tournament the you had to turn in a handicap and then they put you in different flights based on your handicap so we ended up in the second flight so the, the second best flight um mark's about an eight or a nine handicap he put me down as a five uh which might have been a touch high but hey it's a tournament you know <laughs> if you ain't cheating you're not trying <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually as much as I've been playing lately, which is none, I've been playing like once a month. I'm probably am about a five right now. So anyway, here's the format on the par threes. All right. Follow me on this on the par threes. We both play the hole all the way out and we add our score up. So if he got a three and I got a three, we got a six on that hole. You write down six. All right. And on the par fours, we play best ball. Which okay. means he plays the hole all the way out by himself, and I do the same, and we take our best score on that hole. So if he got a bogey and I got a par, we'll take my score. Nice. Sorry. Right. Now you get to the par fives, it's a scramble. So, which we've got to get you. That's my goal coming up is to oh, get God. you in some tournaments, some golf. <laughs> no, <laughs> some, some like. Some sponsored events, Keystone, Bosch, Contractor, like, got to get you on the golf course, right? It's ridiculous. Oh, jeez, I know, right? All right, so on the par fives, it's a scramble, which means we both tee off, we pick the best drive, we hit that shot, then we pick the best ball there, all the way to the putt, right? Um, now, question. Yep. When you're picking... You know, taking the best shot. So let's say yours is who you picked, but now you're both going to take that shot. Do you? What's the distance between where you take the shot from? You're allowed to drop because obviously you're not going to stick club. it right back in the same 
you know, so it's one club length, no to close the, to, to the, the right, hole to the right or left or whichever yep. makes sense. Okay. Now, since you're getting into that for the golfers on here, <laughs> um, if we're in the rough and we're next to the fairway, we can't take a club over and get in the fairway. Well, I would, yeah, I would assume you that. can't improve your lie and you can't go closer to the hole. But yeah, so what we do is wherever my ball is, I say mine could have been his. I stick a tee on the ground right there. And then when I hit, he just drops around that tee somewhere. Now they were playing clean in place because it's, it's winter time. So when you get to your ball, you can pick it up and clean it. Cause usually there's a glob of mud on it this time of year. Yeah. Um, we also played the leaf rule, which was nice. <laughs> uh, there's just giant piles of leaves in the fairway where they're cleaning up. Yep. And if your ball goes in there from the tee, you can't find it. I yeah. mean, forget about it. It's an Easter egg hunt. So yep. as long as everybody on the tee agrees where the general area that it went in, you can drop there without a penalty. Okay, um, these I like are, it. These are obviously established before we well, go Well, that's out, what I was going to say. It's like it's good, solid club rules. I like it. So we shot 83. So think about that. We had to. Oh, that's a solid shot. That's solid. It's not man. bad. I know. <laughs> when I saw that score, I was like, damn. <laughs> well, right. So I thought we left a lot of shots out there, which I'm glad I didn't. So I had about four birdie putts around eight feet that i missed just on my own oh no if we'd have had if we'd have had a couple of those our score would have been low to the point where it would have threw up a ton of red flags <laughs> so uh because you all come back you, everybody comes back to the clubhouse you turn your card in they start writing them down they served full-on thanksgiving dinner dang so we had stuffing you know cornbread dressing we had turkey we had uh, pumpkin pie i told tracy i was like you might as well go ahead and get you something to eat because when i get home i'm gonna be done so that was neat you know i do miss being a a member at a club because those tournaments like that it was like 50 bucks for us to get in this tournament i mean come on i mean it how much how much less than that is it to play over there or more i mean on a saturday so that that included the cart dinner so we won our flight so there was the championship flight which was a lot of guys that were on the same team that are you know low low handicaps yep um ours was was the second flight we had an 83 the next closest to us was an 89 so that didn't look that great um the lowest score of the day was 78 and i'm telling you we left a couple out there that so we got some looks like for one i didn't know anybody in there and they're like who the hell did mark bring in here what what are <laughs> i played pretty lights out like i didn't miss a fairway off the tee i hit some good iron shots in but yeah i had we had a good time so the grand prize, well, we won we won our money back plus fifty dollars a piece. Um and the grand prize was two Cornish hens they give away. I, I saw the Cornish hens. I was like, <laughs> I love it. 
Mark said, here, take these. I don't cook. So they'll be in my freezer for God knows how long. Uh, I may throw them on the smoker. So they got to be good on the smoker. Every year for Christmas dinner, Cajun Joe cooks Cornish hens. I think he told me that. For years. For years. As long as I can remember, we had Cornish hens until I think one Christmas dinner we had like a huge pot roast. But outside of that, it was Cornish hens for like, I would say, 35 of the 37 years of my life. Jeez. Oh, yeah. These were, uh, they're little, yeah, what are they, two pounds, three pounds a piece? Something like that. I mean, they're they're kind of, they're about the same size as like a pheasant. All right, hey, I'm going gonna, gonna to hit pause here. The mystery guest is trying to ask me something. Give me a second. Mystery guest. All right, so little pause there. We are back. We have a mystery guest that just we're gonna bring on here. He's uh, riding. You want you want to bring him in here? You're the bring in guy. Yeah, I thought. How can I bring in a mystery guest? I don't know who the mystery just, guest is. You're like, okay. hey, we have a mystery guest. You and know who like, he is. And you're like, you know somebody walked is. in the room, but he can't <laughs> hear you. So I know. So normally, normally I would say hey to Corey when he walks in the room, but he can't ever hear me. <laughs> So, what's up, Corey? Yeah. Oh, shoot. What's, yeah, he can hear me. What's going oh, on? Oh, dang. Welcome back, bud. Yeah. What's C your walkout song? You got a new walkout song? Oh, let's uh, wrote it himself. We should, I think I might do, uh, I'm thinking Shook Ones Part 2, Mob Deep. My, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Have to write that down, right? Classic. I might have to go back to that. So I yeah, have to get back to that. I have a beer in my hand. <laughs> what episode? We just looked it up, Corey. The last time you were on this show, it was first like, of all, it was like that was like January, like two years ago. Corey is my son. He's been on the show. Episode? What'd you say, Ryan? I think it's like thirty-three. <laughs> It did not growing seem up. like it was that long ago. <laughs> no, it's been a while. Yeah, Growing Up HVAC episode. Yeah, go check that out. Did you bring something to drink on the show, Corey? I did. I got a, I got an absolute I got an absolute classic for you. Veteran. What oh, yeah. Got? It's a, we got a Yoo-Hoo and a can. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, here Let's we go. go. Ooh. <laughs> did you did you shake it first? I hate when I forget to shake I it. I believe I shook it. You gotta be I haven't had they're it. They're pretty rough. They're pretty rough if you don't shake them up. I haven't had a Yoo-Hoo in years. Well, first of all, it's water if you don't shake it up. Oh, it's with, so, oh, dude, it's with so powder good. sitting in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Water and chocolate powder. I'm primed and ready, so yeah, Corey, I picked him up today. He is home for, you know, a few days and he's got to go back. Um, he's, uh, so how's it been going, bud, up at App State? It's good, you know. Uh, College life. It's a lot better than high school life, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> a lot better than high school life. Like yeah. Uh, you know, App, App State's a, it's a pretty special school to me, being up there in the mountains like that. Uh, with all my buddies hanging out, uh, going to the football games. Uh, yeah. So you're done. You, 
Are you, you, you done with the marching band? Yeah, I think that's a wrap on the marching band. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, you know, you got, you had to do it once. You had to do it once. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I had to do it for the home week. I had to do it uh, with my buddy for one year, and then we're gonna dip and we're gonna have fun. Uh, now, see yeah. if you if you really wanted to go to a school with a marching band, you could have went to this other great school in the mountains called Western Carolina University. Oh yeah, Boo. The, the pride of the mountains marching band. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> so they yeah they travel and compete like oh yeah pride of the mountains big time stuff. Yeah, band of distinction on Instagram. Yep, we are North Carolina's band of distinction, baby. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but you are going so sunday we got you got a little uh you got something coming up sunday well sat- right? saturday we got our last home game georgia southern and uh oh, that's right sunday is uh the men's basketball game against austin so i can't even say the last name it's like austin pa or something and uh i believe y'all will be in attendance for that Oh, is it P E A Y? Awesome. Yeah. P? Yeah. Is it P? That's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. So, Public schooling for you right there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the uh, the basketball band for the basketball games. So, uh, how does that work? You play drum set in the arena nice. with, this, with the band. It's pretty awesome. That is pretty sick. You I, can just play they, whatever you, you want. Like, are you on the floor, or have you got like a sweet stand built up in the stands where it's, everybody sees? It's you? a it's a pretty serious little riser they got. It's above. It's behind the rest of the band, which doesn't really make any sense. But you know, so you can't really. You yeah, can't exactly. Probably gonna be the loudest yeah. part. Oh yeah, it it's stupid loud in that arena, but that's the best part. So have you have you been able to go in there and play when there's nobody in there, just you? No, I wish that'd be awesome though. <laughs> you hadn't practiced in there. I'm just curious how no, it sounds in there. No, like, so it's got to I mean, be reverby. Echo oh, chamber. Dude, it, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a serious echo chamber. And uh, well, I mean, we had we had rehearsals on Fridays before you know before the season started, and we were playing a completely different drum set. And then they have one that stays in the arena that stays set up there, uh, like in the same spot. So you just kind of show up and play, which mm. is awfully convenient. And, uh, now I was gonna say, are you gonna get, like you said, you're if you're gonna get the opportunity doing that, are you gonna be able to go like tune the drums and everything and get them set up for yourself at least? Yeah. So there, before they there's, start there's, you in there? uh, I think there's about five or six of us, six five or six drum set players, which is actually a lot because I think last year they had like one or two. So now I'm gonna see. Yeah, there's a, a bunch ton of, drummers. of games. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, we, we kind of have it set up to where it works for everybody and, uh, which I don't, I mean, I can, I can play on anything, man. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, right. It doesn't really matter, but you know, it's, it's a fun experience, you know, hanging out with those guys and watching, you get, you go to the basketball games for free and you know, it's, it's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a good view. Yeah. I'll get some, uh, I'll get some Instagram footage. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, All right. So a little bit about your, uh, you told me you were talking to your drum teacher the other day about, you know, give us a little insight of 
career-wise, what you've been talking to guys about or with what you're taking and what you might want to do? Yeah, so um, this semester was very – it was a, it was a pretty informative semester in terms of, like, where it's, my major is headed and, like, where it's going to go. Um, and I have – I have an applied lesson as a like as a part of the school of music. So on Fridays, I'll I have a thirty minute drum lesson, and uh, we you know we we kind of just go in there and we talk, and he gives me stuff to learn, and it's it's pretty chill. And this week, I showed him some of the recordings that I've done, and uh, you know we we talk about going to Nam, which Nam for those for people listening is like AHR for everything music. Yeah, it's not. Did you ever go to Nam? No flashbacks, Ryden. Did they have so, Nam when you were at, like drumming? Yeah, it's, it's been around a while. I thought it's I a never, it's a big deal. I never yeah. went to anything like that, but yeah. So, so it's funny to hear yeah. Corey talk about it. He goes, "Yeah, well, I want to go to Nam, and we're and I'm we're thinking about sending him." Um, and uh, of course, it's in California, but Corey's like, "Yeah, all the all the influence will be there. Influencers will be there. All the brands, you know." And I'm thinking. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's it literally just, sounds it's, like AHR. It's AHR for music. Yeah. And uh, well, we now can, is it for music or for drumming? No, it's it's music. It's everything. Like you can imagine, like okay. every music brand and like around the world usually shows up to this thing. And you know, you get a you get a booth set up like AHR, and you sell stuff. <laughs> you get swag, and there you, go. you know. Uh, it's 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 like the networking capital of the world. <laughs> What's funny is you talk about it being the a the the AHR of music. It is the exact same time as AHR. Yeah, it it's it January twenty fifth. Yeah, so it's 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 the middle day of AHR. Yeah, right at the start of the In new Anaheim. Year. Oh yeah, right next yeah, to Anaheim. Disney so World or Disneyland, I think. <laughs> Disneyland, oh, yeah. So Don't get those mixed. It's up. even more crowded, yeah. But yeah, so we, we talk yeah, about yeah. that, and we talk about you know internships and people that he knows, uh, you know, like people with Yamaha or like a, a Yamaha internship, or um, you know, working working at a place or you know something like that. And he he likes me to get involved, and you know, he's he's a cool guy. I mean, I enjoy going to the lesson, and I hope I stick with it. And, uh, Corey's been playing a lot of jazz with this guy. Yeah, it's, he's very he's very jazz oriented, which is which is cool because I don't play a lot of jazz, so it's nice to learn some new stuff here and there. Well, you well gotta, I don't know about you. Got to get outside but, your box. That's what helps it. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, Ryan, but when I was growing up playing guitar, all I ever heard was well, on the drumming side was, "Man, if you can if you can learn to play jazz, like you can play anything." That's yeah. what I always hear heard that. That's yeah, true. I heard that a lot too. That's very true. Because it, it kind or of jazz players, it will make you better. Yeah, it, it works. Like learning the technique for jazz, because because jazz is super, um, it's super like it can be super rudimental, and uh, if it, it'll help your chops, speed. Uh, the biggest thing that I've noticed that jazz is helping me with is my coordination. Because you can see that when you play jazz, you use just about every piece of the drum set, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and using all that stuff like really helps with your, you know, with doing some of the uh, doing things at the same time that you wouldn't normally do. 
and right. it's really I think it's really transformed my playing. And I'm I'm I I tell him every time I'm like I'm ready to get back I'm ready to get back home and play on my own drums again because I <laughs> I love right. I love like playing on my drums you know I I don't I like the drums at the school of music but there's just something about like your setup that you have that's for you that you can just kind of you can be free and you don't have to worry about assignments or anything like that it's just kind of a different experience so that's that's completely true yeah as soon as i get re- done recording this drum set that's behind me here it's he's probably gonna start beating on it and I'm you're kidding. exactly right that's that's well, what's gonna you, happen you guys gotta <laughs> you gotta start getting stuff sorted out for uh the 2004 intro music yes we gotta yep. we, we may tinker with that a little bit i'm still trying to learn the other songs which are i picked the well, I got one down. He but picked I picked the hardest really songs hard in existence to put on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Not for so me. We're gonna for try to get, <laughs> so we're going to try to get together. Yeah, the intro songs that you hear on HVAC R&D, like that's us playing. And yeah. we're going to try to get, Ryden's going to play bass, Corey's going to play drums, I'm going to play guitar for the 2024 intro you yes. heard it here first, um, folks. We're going to have to keep the old Goodman <laughs> unit running. You got to have to keep the Goodman running. You heard it here first. Running. Yep, that's going to be awesome. You heard it here I'm, first. I'm excited yep. for that. So we may, uh, we may tinker with that tonight. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yes, mom will, if mom will let us. I did uh, mom, I did also mom just get the acoustic cleaned up and restrung so I can start, start hey, practicing a little bit on a heavier string than the electric so I can start getting... Yeah. Well, I told you to think about the, the old bass... Just get the bass. Just take the bass. I don't. I don't play the thing. Every time I talk about <laughs> playing the bass, all I can think about is Zach Black going cello with the bass. <laughs> cello, cello. Yeah. Look sideways. It's a cello. Need to watch that movie. All right. It's been a while. <laughs> so yeah, I picked Corey up today. We went by the cookout, and now oh, yeah. I'm not in a good situation. I'm just not. Oh God. <laughs> The guts do not feel so great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, I mean, okay. All right. So kind of like, kind of like a side. First of all, nobody knows what cookout is. Well, Maybe. cookout is a, it's a, that's the nectar of the gods. First of all, let's get that. I was going to say, that's a college staple. Let's get fast the, food co- chain. Cookout yeah. in Waffle House is the college experience <laughs> in, in the South. Your cookout was our Taco Bell because we didn't have cookout. Well, I like Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah, cookout's kind of new. For that me. didn't come around to the man. mountains side of the world for a while. Don't get it twisted, man. I will mess up some Taco Bell. Seriously, it'll mess you up right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will return man. the favor. <laughs> push, push comes a shove. So, oh yeah. So, so what was you gonna say? When, so when uh, we, I have a buddy, and he did, he used to go to at, but now he's a he's a fireman, and. uh he, he, uh, when he comes up on the weekends for the football games, you know, he stays the weekend usually. And we, we all pile in his forerunner and we head up to Tennessee, which is about, it's about an hour and a half drive for a restaurant called Pals. Pals? And it is, so the best way I can explain Pals is that it's like a cookout and a Sonic like had a baby interesting <laughs> and it's a restaurant so it's it's a drive so it's, it's a drive it's an old only. school drive-in kind of so it's a drive curve hop where you it's a drive-thru only like like how cookout is pretty much and 
Oh, the, like, the okay. service is super fast. And oh my god, man, it, it is so oh, it is so good. Heard of that. I think I, I think it's only in Tennessee because I, I mean I've never seen it anywhere else, and we always go to Tennessee mm. for it. There's one in Bristol, and you know let's see the one we usually go to. But uh, this past time, this this weekend, he came up and we went, and I got a chili burger, no onion, oh boy, with fries and a vanilla milkshake. <laughs> and I was I was hurting. I was dying. I literally died. <laughs> I died. Imagine if you had the onions. I literally, I couldn't, I couldn't Yeah, you'd still dude. be tasting them right uh, now. Because we, we, we were all sitting in the car eating, and I'm I'm in there, and I finished my burger. I cannot breathe. Like, I'm having short of breath. I have to, like, get out of the car <laughs> to stand up. But, man, it was That's so. That's that milkshake, man. man. You can't eat all that and drink <laughs> a milk. I, don't, I can't do that man, anymore. It was so worth it, though. I'm so glad I did it. I'll never, I would never, I, would, I wouldn't take it back. <laughs> It was so good. Take it back. It was so good. So we go, we we go through this. I'm like Corey. You want to grab something before we head back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starving. Of course, that's he says that every time I ask him. Oh yeah. Um, we we pull in the cookout and he's like, "Let me get that double burger tray with fries and hush puppies." Boom. Like what? Bang bang. Dad, dad was like, I can't. Dad was like, I can't get that. And then guess what? We pull up the door. Like, you gotta like, get that. He's like, I'll get, I'll, I'll get that. Uh, I'll get that small burger with fries and hush puppies. And I'm like, man, what? I got the small <laughs> burger. That man folded uh, like an omelet. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Those little hush puppies are delightful. Hey, cookout is delightful. I am on the struggle bus nuggets. right now, though. I'm like, and we're having hamburger. Almost for breaking dinner. out into a sweat. I don't know what you're gonna do, dude. No, I'm not eating hamburger helper for dinner. You're gonna be, you're gonna be mad. I'm having the cider. He, he will not. He will not get to uh, you know, to rehearsal if he does this. <laughs> have your no, little, have no. your little spinach salad there. Some, yeah, your little aha no, water. Just, I, that was my oh, cheese. That cooking. Right. Your diet now. Time out. All right, so. Um, so I guess the okay, next, so in. this year you won't really get into what you're going to be as far as a career. That lose everybody. Oh, offline. Awesome. Hello? Or did you guys leave to get uh, beer too? Well, not Corey. All right. Guess I'm drinking alone. Well, I'd like to take this moment, everyone, to... Say, I wish my good friends Dennis and Corey well. Hopefully they will be back from their cyber exile sometime soon. In the meantime, this episode is brought to you by Cajun Joe's Bayou Spice. A delightful blend of over 10 delightful seasonings that come together to create this delicious explosion of Cajun flavor to any dish you wish to add it to. I don't care if it's chicken, gator, beef, pork, anything. It's great on vegetables, great on fish. Use it, appreciate it. Go find it in the HVAC R&D Swag Shop. This original seasoning blend was handcrafted by Cajun Joe himself just over 40, potentially even 50 years ago. It's been a good time. It's been patented in the state of North Carolina since the early 80s. Excuse me. Trademarked. All the proceeds from any of the Cajun Joe spice that we sell goes back to Cajun Joe to help take care of 
HVAC Rhino's mom, who has Parkinson's dementia, and it can be a bit of a strain on dad sometimes. So this is something we do for him. So anything you guys do to go in there and buy a couple of couple just different jars and sizes of spice. So welcome back, D. Yep. Lost you there for a minute. Uh, of course, we had technical difficulties. Of course. I would not have it any other way. It's Correct. Fantastic. Which allowed me to do some freestyling. I can't wait to see what you do with that. Lord yep. help me. Thanks for coming uh, on, Corey. Yeah, he's gone. We yep, lost him. Absolutely. Because we were on the same internet. <laughs> well, he's got he's to gotta go check in with mom. That's, that's the next important step there. Yep. Got to keep mom on your side. That did give me a second while I was resetting my internet. To grab a hitchhiker for my buddy riding. Hey. Yep. Done with the cider boys. I'm gonna have a bellyache. But no whatever. more cider. Yep. <laughs> um one bite, everybody knows the rules. <laughs> cider boys. <laughs> yep. That's a, a six. That's a, a six. Heavy. We'll give them a six for the calorie content there. Six for the calorie content. How yeah. was how was the flavor? It was apple juice. Five percent apple juice. juice. Okay. Yeah. This Modelo is a lot better. So, well, all right. So I guess let's get into, uh, we, we brought up earlier. Yeah. Um, I came up to Devaldi's last week for a little bit of product training on some stuff. Um, I know we kind of mentioned it the last couple of shows, but this was the first time I got to see some of it in action. Um, but I'm going to let, Dennis, I'm going to let you kind of give the main spiel of it since you're representing it for our platinum sponsor, Keystone Sales. Tell us a little about uh, these AC products to start with. Okay, so eight. So Brian came up. He came up to see us from AC Products. We mentioned that on that last show, and they're basically the rep for Arctic Haze. Uh, we have we brought them in too um, to try to get it around the uh, Mid Atlantic area, but. Brian with AC Products has the AC Protect spray that we can coat PCB boards, units, coils. It's basically an aerosol can. Um, first of all, yeah, you be looking this up. We got to make sure we get the handle right on Instagram. Everybody got to go check him out on Instagram. He's got a ton of videos on there. Yeah, you can I'm see him right coating. Now. So the which and we yeah. We've got right. some footage we're going to put together into some some stuff as well. Um, I know I used a little bit of it for for when we dropped the bounce for episode 113, um, but we hadn't had this chance to really kind of get to see some of it in person. So, yeah, we had see. it. We did a little demo, right? We took a uh, a Bosch drive board inverter drive board off a three ton heat pump, fully working board. I we took it off. Well, I had it off where I was just swapped it out with something else, but put 240 volts on it, set it on a bucket, put three coats of the AC ProTech on there. Did we and have three? We I just, thought we only had two. Did we put two on there? We only put two on it because filming it was him. When I was filming it, he was putting the second coat on. And after okay. that, we're like, oh, well, let's spray this thing. Yeah, it was only like 54 degrees outside, so it didn't want to dry and we were running out of time, so I think we did get two coats on there. But if you can picture this, it's a it's a clear spray. 
and uh, goes on clear. It went over the dip switches, went over the buttons, screen, no problem. You can just kind of see it start getting a little glossy. Uh, it's a better looking finish, obviously, than the board had before. But with 240 volts on it, we were touching the board, spraying it with water, no shorts, no nothing. So your slugs, your frogs, your geckos, apparently Brian, where he's at, a lot of geckos, gecko problem. Um, Didn't he say some guy made a, like a clear demo cage <laughs> where they sprayed a board and then they put a gecko in it? <laughs> And he was I mean, running all over the dang thing. As a demo. If he didn't, we are going to have to. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. So I'm going to coat all Don't my training. Peter. Right? <laughs> Get bombarded. There you go. I'm going to coat my uh, training systems with it. And I may end up spraying them with water during the training just for the heck of it. Oh, I wish you hadn't done that because I wanted to be. I was hoping maybe we could do that in one of the training classes next week. Just turn around, and spray that thing in the middle of class. Like, what the hell are you doing? Well, you know, we're still going to have people that hadn't listened to the show. That's true. That's true. Um, if you guys share yeah, I mean, it more, that's, uh, that's an issue, right? Yeah, you got to share it. <laughs> Go you share trade crew. Yeah, that's it. The uh, me and Ryan's dealt with this. We've been needing something like this, and there's been stuff out there, but. Like Brian said, you get you get a product out there that you just coat the coils with at the beach. Yep, that's about this to is say. front to back, right? Um, one can does a ton. You know, it's a bit it's big for mini splits, and uh, coat everything with it. He showed me some pictures on his phone where he was coating and stuff on his truck, uh, the little work truck, the parts runner y'all see on Instagram, low and- long bed. Lola the long pet. Yes. yes. Oh, and the, the handle before I forget, I got it pulled up. It is AC Products USA. Okay. Nice and simple. No spaces, no underscores, no dots. Yeah. Let's go check out Brian. Um, um, he's he's got a his most recent post, he's wearing a sweet orange HVAC R and D hat that we were very excited to get to share with him while he was up here teaching us some stuff last week. So thanks to him for uh, continuing to give us a shout out as well. Yeah, great dude. Definitely going to have him on the show. Yep, for sure. And they will also, or he will also be uh, at AHR as well. I cannot remember his booth number, but I will get it for, actually it may be on here somewhere. I threw it out Yep, here it is. Booth number S8695. So make sure to go check out AC Products USA at AHR as well. God, every time you call that out, I'm like, bingo. <laughs> Is there an S8? <laughs> Is there an S86 and S86? <laughs> September so, 86, you're right. That was me. Thank you very much. He also demoed for us the Arctic Haze um, pipe freezing kit. They got a bunch of different kits, obviously, but the the idea behind it is you, you know, copper, C, CPVC, PEX, you put the little jacket on, you hook up the canister of refrigerant. Um, I can't remember that name of that refrigerant that's in there. It's kind of proprietary, but negative 50 Celsius is what it'll go down to. The pipe you'll hear like a click noise and you'll know the slug is frozen in the water line, you know, in the pipe 
and then you can change your valve out and not have to shut the water off to the building. So pretty, pretty slick. Nice. Now you missed that, didn't you? You missed that demo. I missed that, but I'd seen the videos and stuff of it before. I had to go run some stuff by a customer shop on the way up there that kind of took me further out of the way than I thought it was going to. Um, so what's funny is when I was leaving Valdez, I called Cajun Joe and I was talking about this stuff and I was telling him about the Arctic haze stuff. He's like, oh yeah, we used to do stuff like that back at the chemical plant in the seventies. We just use CO2 and freeze off both sides of the line. Right. Just had to make sure you froze it back far enough that uh, your well didn't melt it. That could be a right. problem. <laughs> so the kids that were, were out there, well, they weren't really kids, but back the, the, the tools that they had to do this with back in the day were just kind of cumbersome to carry around. Yep. This is literally looks like a can of, you know, refrigerant you'd put in your car. It's about that yeah. size. Yeah. Hook a little valve to it. Got a little scale so you know how much is in there. Well, and that scale also lets you know how much of a can to use to freeze a certain thickness of pipe. I thought there in there a there's a guide yeah. for that. It's like half a can freezes a half inch pipe or something like that. Just so example. we opened up that commercial kit <clears throat> and there's a, you know, there's enough in there to do a two inch water line, which. Yeah, that's, that, that ain't that's no a joke. Big boy water line. <laughs> that's a big boy water line. And so we froze half inch copper. We poured some water in half inch copper. He froze it. And we took the sleeve off and he warmed it up with his hand and, and, and kind of let the slug kind of the, the pop out. And it was, it was solid white. Like, I understand it's ice, but you could tell the density. Like, it's... (laughs) Like, it froze, froze it. Yeah, it wasn't just frozen clear water. Like, it turned it white. And uh, what is the, what is the ratio? What's, what's negative 50 Fahrenheit? Or negative negative 50 Celsius to Fahrenheit. Oh, boy. Google. Hurry. All our Canadian people are getting so mad at me right now. I know. 58, negative 58 Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. Yep. Thanks, Google. I love how the other question below it is, why is Celsius in a lawsuit? Not the right Celsius. <laughs> are they in a lawsuit? Oh, I'm the pretty sure. Yeah, they have been for a bit, I'm pretty sure, oh, because great. of some of the stuff they put in it. Today. Oh. Well, it's because of some of the stuff they put in it's causing problems. Of course it is. Don't know everything, all the details. Not everything in moderation. Another show. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yep. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited about both of those, especially because where I'm at, we have a massive customer base that does a lot of industrial water stuff. Right. So I think it could be advantageous to not only our commissioning guys, um, but also, you know, recon as well as, you know, all of our customer base. So it could be a, a cool thing. Yeah. Spraying down so that it, he can, you can get it in a liquid form and use a spray gun. Yeah. To coat some big boy pro, you know, projects. Well, no, I'm talking about, well, that too, but I was also talking about the Arctic haze for, for all these guys doing oh, hydronics, yeah. being right. able to freeze stuff and work on valves. Um, and pumps, you know, we we sell a ton of pumps. So those guys that are servicing and changing out pumps, it's a it's another advantage for them too. 
Yeah, we, I've been looking for something for a while to spray on these PCB boards because that's an issue. Whether it's a slug, a snake, um, when that thing's out of warranty, I mean, just on the Bosch side, most of these boards are at least a thousand to eighteen hundred. So when that when that comes out of warranty, yeah, it's you know, of course it's ten years, but. Well, and I had, you know, we had a customer, you know, you and I together years ago, um, down on the coast that we would, we would order him cases of this coil coating. It was a blue coil coat, but that's all it coated. You know, there was nothing to, to protect the metal or anything else from the, the salt exposure or anything else on these coastal units. I mean, and I'm talking like on island level coastal Right. Not yeah, not just within a little bit, but I mean this stuff is in a brutal position for having longevity. I think stuff like this could be huge for for them and for any of those companies down down that way well, or anywhere where, that you're facing, you know, these kind of extreme conditions. Well, that's where he cut his teeth too on this product was islands. Yeah. Like twenty you know, three hundred and sixty five degrees around like three sixty salt spray, just Yep. getting hammered not like wilmington right like obviously that's just as bad but um yeah some of these coatings they only add you know um I meant they only cover they only cover like one thing or they only do this you end up having to buy three products to do what this one doesn't want right and for you know price point of it i think it's and i think you said you can coat what you can coat a five-ton unit, what, three times with a full can, something like that? Like, whole thing, coil, yeah, like a standard board, yeah. everything, yeah. You know, if you're just coating boards, he said, typically, depending on the size of the board, you probably get 12 to 15 boards. Yep. Which is a lot. Just carry that can in the van. Yep. Spray it down. I can't wait. Now, a lot of guys just immediately think inverter board outside, but furnace boards, like... You yep. know, air handler boards, especially air handler boards. Everybody battles water in there. Oh yeah, especially uh, in crawl spaces. spaces. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna spray all the the uh, um, breakers. <laughs> yep. Just make sure, and that that's a big one. Spray, yeah, make sure you land spray all, all your that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Spray it after everything's landed. Don't spray it and then crank everything down because then you're you're gonna be pulling out some sandpaper to. <laughs> Yeah, because I would throw my meter on there, and I had no voltage. And that was we one had, coat on a piece of copper. Right. I had it powered up, threw my meter on there, I had no voltage. Yep, and I got that film too, so I'll get that video out there. So, what do you got? You got some a lot of stuff in the notes here. So, um, tackling a little homeowner questions here? Or, yeah, so I had, a, I had a training session with a, a selling service tech. Um... So we went through, we really went, you know, we went through the Bosch product. They've, they've sold a little bit over the summer, but they're starting to get into it. Now they've, we've kind of hit a little bit of a slow spot. Um, they're starting to send selling texts to have some one-on-ones with me. So I spent about an hour and a half with the kid, um, went through, you know, the Bosch product from front to back, went through, you know, and, and we've said it before, Bosch covers about 80% of what you'll run into. There's a few things they don't cover 
and it's because they chose not to because in about five years that 20% will drop to about 5% because stuff that they don't cover right now is going to be gone so it's not going to matter um you know he had this company had bought from me where I where I'd been before you know so they there were questions obviously about you know how I felt about switching to a different brand so you know I went through all the reasons why including you know it's a forward it's a forward thinking product it takes an advanced technology but makes it simple for the installer to do you know when you go to work on it it's a heat pump Right. said you can't overthink it and that's that's me stealing stuff from Dennis you know luckily I've, I've went to enough of Dennis's classes too <laughs> that you know I, I kind of can steal some of his highlights um, to help a few of these things so you know he had in terms of you know technical everything he had a really good grasp of of the basics and everything else so then we started talking about you know how do they go to market or how does he sell are you selling good better best you know are you selling based on solution i said or are you selling good better best based on which one is the right solution because that's one of the the beauties here too is a bosch product you can sell it as good better best but you can also sell it as a good better best with the same outdoor unit because you can change one or two simple things between air handlers and some other stuff and really have a multiple different ways you can offer good, better, best. Right. So if you're going, if you're going for standard replacement, basic stuff, not zoning, anything crazy, doing a good, better, best with the IDS 15s, great. Works well, great price point. You know, if you're going into a situation where you need a little bit more swing, you might have zoning involved. You might want to be looking at doing two stage stuff, you know, in terms of the air handler to cover zoning, like you said before, 18 is a great thing to look at. Here's the different things you can do with it. Um, and then you called me in the middle of it and I picked, picked you up because one, I wanted to introduce you guys because eventually he may call you at some point. And you got to kind of share a little bit of the the 20 seer stuff. You know, if you're in a position where you're trying to transition somebody away from a furnace and you need some high heat, you can you can create more high heat out of the 20s than any other one in that set of gear so there's there's really some certain things that each product family really hones in on and can solve a solution for really well did he did he say what homeowners are coming at him with nowadays so i started bringing some of that up and i said you know we've went through product i said tell me i said what are the questions you get from a homeowner i said what kinds of things are you doing you know do you get obviously he gets the brand question i said well one you Bosch has the highest brand recognition anywhere. So that will help at the kitchen table in one way, because they're going to know what that product is. They might have a dishwasher. They probably got wiper blades. They probably got spark plugs. Something in that home's got Bosch on it. Guaranteed. Right. In one way or another guaranteed. So said, you know, that helps. He said, the other one is how does he, get this homeowner to understand why they would want dual fuel instead of just going back straight AC. So we talked about the benefits of, you know, lowering the gas bill as well as lowering your energy consumption, so on and so forth. You know, I said, eventually you're probably going to see the AC go away in a lot of cases, just like we did see it go away on the mini split side. 
Right. Eventually, I think it's going to happen. So it's Efficiency funny. Efficiency is going to force us to that. I had a meeting today with with some Bosch people, and uh, they were talking about what they were going to have on the floor at AHR, and not to spoil anything. I mean, they're they're representing pretty big at AHR, and we'll obviously be over there. But I've been saying on the show, and I say it in my training classes, I'm like, yeah, in in Atlanta, me and Ryan were were walking around and. Like nobody was showing off their furnace. Well, they told us today, like, oh yeah, they're gonna have the furnace on the floor. Sounds like they well, in a, they're just gonna have everything they they got. Yeah. But I just think that's funny. Yeah, I mean, when we went to the train booth and the carrier booth, they didn't have a furnace out there. No, they're all talking about heat pumps because of decarbonization. I feel like dual fuel, dual fuel with a non-communicating heat pump right now is a is an impressive system it is depends on where you live obviously. well and i i've always loved dual fuel i've always had a soft spot because of where i grew up it's so you know when guys are beat man i, I keep coming is. back to it like it is it was huge in the 90s yep um in atlanta especially where i was at but our natural gas bill was like nothing yeah um but in the wintertime, man, snow, ice storms, like Georgia wouldn't get snow, they'd get ice, and all the pines would get ice on them, and they just start falling and knock all the lines down. And you can run a furnace and a couple of things on your ha- in your house on a, on a really small generator. So yep. it definitely makes a big difference. Um, the Bosch unit does pull a few more amps in heat, I've noticed, just testing it, but still we're not talking about we're still talking about 25 to 2800 watts for a three-ton heat pump let's just you know this is not a 10,000 watt generator this is a 3500 watt generator right i mean yeah depends on what you want to put on it but so yeah i mean is he is he are they uh how many brands are they carrying over there so they were really only selling, you know, one other brand. They they typically have two just in case. So they were selling one brand and then they were starting, you know, they they had moved me into their second brand slot going into the new year. That's changing. It's a good start. Yep. So that's changing going into the new year. Um, and then a couple other things we talked about was he said, you know, well, sometimes they'll ask me, why do we sell a brand? And he said, you know, I'm literally, you know, I, my only answer is, you know, this is what our company does. I said, well, you can, you can answer that. And you just say, you know, we sell this brand because of the relationship we have with, you know, our business partner as a distributor that supports us while we sell it. That's why we sell this brand, you know, and then we sell it because we believe in the product. Um, We think it's a forward thinking product, or you can say, you know, because of, the ease of mix and match ability to do things with it. it helps us solve a lot of problems, things like that. I said, but a lot of it comes down to when you tell them you do it because you trust the people that support you doing it, that usually kind of helps close that door. Um, yeah, I then, still, I still hear contractors say, yeah, we, um, you know, whatever the homeowner wants. And I just, I feel like we got to get away from that. Well, cause unfortunately the homeowner is going to want whatever they want regardless but what they want isn't necessarily what is the best for your business. Well, because they, they're not the professional. That's it. 
I feel like there's a you gotta be you gotta have a easy a nice way of establish establishing, and that's why I want we're gonna get Zach on and see how he approaches that. Um, but, you, know, you you gotta establish that you're the professional, and you're gonna tell them what's best for their home, their situation. You know. Yep. So speaking to that, you know, I said, all right. Next question I asked, I said, do you have how how do you go about dealing with the SEER 2 ratings change situation? He said, honestly, I have no idea. He said, I don't understand why it changed or how it changed. You know, homeowners can't seem to understand it either. And I said, well, let me explain it to you the simplest way I can. I said, if you oh, think he about... No, no yet he didn't understand it. And, and this is the truth. The majority of people don't understand how SEER was calculated on the ratings level. Right. We can we can go and get the math problem for Sear. That's fine. I said, but what what you don't know is how does AHRI determine what is fourteen Sear and why is it rated at that? I said, so for years, ever since pretty much we started AHRI ratings in general, everything was rated as a hundred percent or a system running at a hundred percent on a point one static in a perfect lab setting, and it would get fourteen Sear. I said, now think about that. So all these homeowners are buying what on paper is, you know, this SEER rating. But in reality, because their ductwork is so crappy, they're not getting that. They're lucky if they're getting they 10, 11, 12. It. They've right. never gotten 14. I said, so it's to the, and this is where I said, this is how you sell it to the homeowner. I said, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, it is to your benefit that SEER 2 has been adopted as a new form of rating. In the past, the rating system was set up to where it was really designed around a lab test that got you this number. But you and I both know nobody's home is a perfect lab test. The right. newer SEER 2 rating, what it has done is it has taken the minimums for ratings and put them at a more real-world setting. So, static rating... the manufacturers achieve... It is... Yep, yeah, correct. It has forced the manufacturers to actually achieve... That 14.3 SEER 2 in, you know, a 0. 0.5 to 0. 0.6 static range, which is still not perfect, but it's much more likely to be accurate-ish. Oh, accurate yeah. 0.5 to 0. 0.6 is, <clears throat> I mean, that's it. 0. 0.6 to 0. 0.7 is pretty common, but then again, you might go in a, if you test, if you test static, total external static in every call you go to. You might have a day where all of them are under 0.5, you know? That's it. it. But as a general rule, they're at least where I've been, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7. You know, between 0. 0.4 and 0. 0.7 covers you most of the time. Um, but, yeah, so that's it's definitely beneficial for the but yeah, it's consumer. But if you, if you explain to the homeowner that it is to their benefit that that's the way it's rated now, it can help ease that down a whole lot. Um, and then really the last one we talked about was, you know, how do you deal with explaining to a homeowner why you might mix match product to solve a situation? And a lot of it comes down to, you know, I sell other brands. I sell ADP a lot. Um, they've always been a good solid coil manufacturer and air handler manufacturer that has cabinet sizes that rate with, the Bosch product, as well as a lot of other products, 
but cabinet sizes that can kind of help us in situations where sometimes things don't fit. Right. Because there's, there's some Bosch coils, like there's some Goodman or Rude or any other coil by a manufacturer that are just big. Linux. Linux. <laughs> Does there's, ADP have that, the uh, top fed? Didn't yeah. you like that? That was your Oh, I love that. I sold I sold a lot of those. Um, What's that model? That's a so top. It was the, they had a V-series coil that was a dedicated horizontal attic coil with top access. So, right, and you, for cleaning. Is that still right with what oh, we yeah. going on now? Okay. Oh, yeah. So, But those things, you know, you take four screws off and the entire top panel comes out and you've got a bare coil right there. You can clean into a pitched drain pan that's always going to drain so it doesn't hold water. Um, and the same thing, you know, none of their multi-position or air handler pans will sit and hold water. They all have a patented pitch, um, to make sure they drain properly and hold less than, I think like half an ounce of water. It's something crazy. Um, nice. but there's, there's instances where, you know, ADP has a two-tone coil that's 12 inches tall. They have another one that's 16 inches tall. Bosch's main two-tone coil is 20 inches tall. There's some situations where I need a short coil. Um, yeah, I did find the other day Bosch has a 20-inch tall, 14-and-a-half wide, three-ton coil. They do, that's, and I stock them. That's nifty. Yep. Three-ton coil, 14-and-a-half wide, that's that's nifty. Yep, and that was that was a, a niche I filled with ADP for many, many years. Um, so the other one is, you know, some of these five-ton coils that are 30 inches, 32 inches, 36 inches tall – the three and a half to five ton rated ADP coil I've got is 27 inches tall. Mm. So again, it's, it's one of those, there's well, we times where get, you mix match stuff to, that's it. You got to get surface area somewhere. Yep. Brands are battling that. Yep. Whether it, with your outdoor unit, you want multi-row, do you want single row? Um, and part you of want their, it as tall as you are, do you? <laughs> well, and part of their surface area where they win is they've got those punched. They have the punch, that patented punch in the coal. So right. they've got those little extra punches in, in all the, the fins that gives it that extra surface area. That's how they get away with that, that smaller coal. Cause they're still all a coils. So you still get very solid airflow, right. which is another reason I like them. Yeah. They've, we've learned over the years that the end coal, that, that little slab that's hanging off, it's just like a, it's like a, skin tag yeah it doesn't nothing goes through that thing where it's positioned you really only have an a coal and then you got this little slab that's almost straight vertical over here on the right and nothing's actually going through it um i know i seen where carrier came out with a v micro channel v coal which is an a coal upside down yeah, which they did that years ago, and they're bringing it back. Yeah. But micro-channel, you know, that's going to be, that's a different game, especially on the heat pump side. Like, that unit has to be designed for that because <clears throat> your indoor unit's now your condenser, you know, for a heat pump. So, I don't know. So, I guess next week, you and I have got a couple of trainings. I'm excited about those, so we'll definitely get some get some pictures of the two of us in action. I think we have three different trainings next week. 
And then I'm yeah, got... I think Ryan's drummed me up. He got me. He's got me training twice in one day next I week. Oh man, kind of make the most of you when I get you. I'm gonna um, be so yeah, struggling. We got, yeah, we got three three box trainings next week, and then I also have I've got an Aon training that was supposed to have been today, but it dumped the rain, so we moved it to next week. And then I've also got a um, a line set manufacturer plant trip uh, next week. Mm. So I've got a lot to do. Um, and then what's your what's your gas valve issue thing here you're talking about so I had I think I see sometimes I get confused whether I said it on the show or I posted it on Instagram and <laughs> the guy in Virginia I don't think I talked about it on the show guy in Virginia I did some training up there and when I got done with the class he walked up there walked up to me while I was packing up with two gas valves and he's like these don't work. They're brand new. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you let everybody get out of here before you <laughs> drug all this up here. And I was like, well, here, let's put some voltage on them. He's like, yeah, they just don't open. Um, long story short, um, his gas valve would, he sent me a video. Well, he showed me a video on his phone. It would fire up. On, on a Bosch furnace. Um, the gas valve is a Medea made gas valve. Two stage. It was on propane. It would fire up. It'd just be like... Poof, poof. Probably give you like two seconds, maybe three seconds of fire. And shut off and start over and just do that over and over and over. So he changed the valve. Did the same thing. And... I said, well, let me take that valve back to, to Valdez. Let me throw it on my furnace and let me mess with it. You know, I can't really do anything with it right now. We got to have some gas pressure on it. So, threw it on my furnace. Um, just like you give it to me. Put it in. Hooked it up to propane. I got a little, pro, you know, 20-pound cylinder. Fired it up. Sure enough. Fired up. Shut off. And when it fired up, I had my manometer on my inlet and outlet. And I had, so definitely when you're checking gas pressure, you need a dual port manometer. You need to know incoming gas pressure and outgoing gas pressure because you got to look at volume. When that thing clicks open, does your volume drop or does it not, right? Whether it's a you got to go back and look at your regulator. Is it not turned up or down? Or maybe there's just gas. I've had a lot of guys say, yeah, I got gas pressure. And then they move the manometer from in to out. When gas pressure is just sitting in that line, giving you pressure, right? And then when it fires up, it's all gone. So um, make sure you got your dual port on there. So I had it on there and I was tightening that. You know, it starts up. And uh, I'm trying to adjust the gas pressure, and it won't move. I'm like, okay. So I took the springs out, and I put I put propane springs in it. Comes with the Bosch furnace, and which is nice. You know Not it, everybody sends you the whole package in there. Yeah, which is pretty so slick. the LP kit all comes in the furnace, or comes with the furnace. So. I put my LP springs in it because I'm like, let's just try this first. Run like a champ. 
So Jeez. I don't I <laughs> nothing on that guy. I don't know if he constantly kept changing the springs that he thought were was right. You know what I mean? Um going from valve to valve to valve, but yeah, I put the propane, you know, propane springs in there. Adjusted my low fire and high fire and uh she's dialed in so that that was about a week and a half of them working on that thing which i feel terrible but when he called me i sent him the video of it just running like i had it just out in the uh driveway there just running i sent him the video and he's like what'd you do to fix it i'm like well I, I put propane springs in it and it just seems to run. So he's like, dang it. I mean, he was an install manager. You know, he goes over there. He's assuming the springs are propane. Yep. And he takes them out and moves them over to the next valve and moves them over to the next valve. And you can't just look at the spring and tell. No, you, know, you can't. Unfortunately, the propane spring will be a little more stiff. If you just kind of grabbed it and squeezed it with your fingers. <laughs> That's a good sound bite. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, we got him running. So we're good. I like, uh, I like, fi- I like having a service call at the shop. Yeah. Can't beat you that. can go tinker. Somebody says, here, here's this part. It's not working, but I don't think it's bad. Can you check it? I'm all over that. Love it. Let me, let me add it. Um, all right, fantasy football, man. Real um, quick. Yeah, real quick. So last week, uh, Melissa <laughs> kicked my ass uh, because she had two players that had career days, like literally out of nowhere, averaged like nine points every other round. Both of them scored mid-20s. So Jeez. killed me. And then this week, um, after and that was suffering with no quarterback at all because last week it had both Mahomes and Hurts were on a bye week and My I had picked homes. up yep and I had picked up uh, Mr. Carr from the Saints and then guess what he goes on freaking he gets injured what a quarter into the game I was like great I have no quarterback for the weekend <laughs> and then that this, was that's who I got on the bench Carr yep so then this week uh, Saints were on a bye. So Kamara's not playing. And then my other main running back is now went on injured reserve. And then my other one I'd picked up went on a bye. So Dude, once, once the once the season starts. Like it was, it was um, a train wreck. We got ACLs blowing out. We got QBs going down. Yep. It's all just out the window. Yep. All and of then, it. And then after having to deal with Mahomes and Hurts on the bye week. This week, I had to deal with them playing each other. So, which one do you pick? I picked Jalen Hurts, which was the winner by two points. So, kudos to me on that one part. <laughs> but then Sam, who I was playing against, he had like three guys hit 30-something points Ooh, out of nowhere. His So, his, his final score was 31 points over his projected weekend. Um, mine was 10 under. With no running back, I had 95 points. He had to put up like 134. So I'm a solid two and nine. The trash pandas are propping up the two the standings. <laughs> like, but I swear you go back and look, and like every week where I've got hit or got killed, 
one or two people have had the one game out of the year that they've destroyed it. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. So it was, you know, another week marred by random overachievers. Um, <laughs> but is what it is. It's fun. So now it's like, do I just... I don't know when the trade deadline is. Now it's like, all right, so Wednesday. who... So who can... Uh, <laughs> Who can we make a deal with that I'll see if I can make him share the pot with me if I give him, help him out with somebody? Who knows? So I'm four and seven now. Solid. You've had a good two weeks. I have not. Well, so I... Last... Uh, so it's uh, on Monday Night Football. I was playing our our, our league winner, um, Mr. Bob Moore. He's, he's leading. And Solid. We all the players we had left were, you know, I had two left to play. He had two. They were uh, Chiefs and um, Eagles, and I beat him by twenty something points. So I don't know if that's going to help me. I'm second to last in the league, but I just beat our number one guy in the league. Truly, that's going to help me. Kind of help up. a little bit. Um, At least makes you feel good inside. My playoff chances now say 4%, which is not good. Not good. Grayson's in front of me. Yeah, We only got 10 in the league, and I'm ninth. Yeah, that ship has sailed for me. I don't think uh, I'm going to make the playoffs, which... Um, can I make some trades and move up the draft order for next year? I'm going I'm to be honest. I was training <laughs> so much, and... Even though I'm, I feel like I'm in the hotel, like, you know, I was traveling in the hotel, and I feel like I could have jumped on my phone, and I forgot what day it was, and I literally played the whole last week with, like, at least two guys on a bye. Like, I just missed yeah. it. Yeah. That doesn't help. No. You can't win like that. So, But, you know, uh, that's why we're working Priorities. guys. That's right. <laughs> Work is work was number one on that one. So, well, yeah. All right, AHR. So, so yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks as always, everybody. Got to definitely talk about some AHR. Make sure to go to ahrexpo.com and get registered. Come check us out in Podcast Pavilion Two on Monday and Tuesday from one to three. Uh, I know we definitely are going to have somebody with Bosch uh, there with us on one day. We're We've got a toss-up between who's going to be our other guest. We're working on that. Who knows who might have to. You never know. Right. Um, definitely excited for some live shows again. I know for us, it's kind of uh, we, we treat it like a live show. We're going to interact with you. Um, we're not going to sit up there and not talk. So, you know, bring your bring your questions, bring your banter. Let's have a good time uh, when you come to see us at the show. And make, we got to have some giveaways. Yeah, we'll have some giveaways. Absolutely. Um, and then once you get registered, get the app on your phone, you can go save the booths you want to visit. You know, one such as the uh, the AC Products booth, S8695. Remember that one? Also go check out Bosch Home Comfort, S8188. Um, definitely get a plan in place. Uh, Dennis and I were in Chicago last month and saw just how big that place is. You're going to want to plan. It's huge. It's yeah, huge. We- huge um (laughs) but you know follow those and the other booths you're interested in for news and some other information again check us out in the podcast pavilion and then uh hopefully you guys had a very happy thanksgiving 
Um, speaking of which, you know what comes after Thanksgiving? Black Friday. Yes. So, so Black Friday is coming. Um, Dennis and I recently had ordered some shirts that we were going to put on the swag shop. Unfortunately, they did not come out 100% of the way we wanted them to. I'd say they're about 80% of the way there, which yeah. um, is not good enough. They're just a little, you know, it, it, we, we pulled the trigger on something to get some shirts in without touching, feeling them, you know, and it's like, eh, And the shirt's like, great. I really like the shirt. Um, I like the shirt quality the material but but the printing is not the best so it's a great work shirt it's an awesome work shirt it has trade crew nice and huge on the back of it which uh so you know that makes it work even out even better as a work shirt but the plan is on black friday if you spend over 35 dollars in the swag shop and i and i will literally this i'll let this run until we're out of the shirts so We've got 70-something of them, I think, in this first run. Oh, Santa riding. So, yep. (laughs) Santa, HVAC R&D Santa time. Um, Let me get my Santa hat. (laughs) But anyway, um, I'm figuring out how to get it to work in the shop, but I will definitely have some stuff out to you Friday night that will come out uh, the evening of Black Friday so that you don't have to to get up at 5 a.m. to get to the store. You can do it leisurely in the evening. Or on Saturday. From your phone. From your phone. Uh, hanging out on the couch. Hopefully with a good beverage in hand. Well, we got um, some new we got some new stuff on the swag yep, shop. So there's some new stuff coming. But so if you spend over thirty five dollars in the swag shop, which means you know, hats are twenty nine bucks, so grab a hat, grab some new products, which I guess we can say what those are gonna be now. So uh HVAC R and D now will have a beer pong kit. With HVAC yes. R&D cups and <laughs> private labeled ping pong balls. So that's going on in the swag shop. Um, you've seen them in some of the swag stuff we've been doing at these counter days. So the bottle openers are going on there. The shirts will be on there. You can buy the shirts, but we're not going to let you. So the only way you're getting a shirt is you got to spend 35 bucks to get a shirt for free. There you go. Um, we've got a couple of mediums good bit of larges a ton of extra larges some double x's and a few triple x's so hopefully we can fit most everybody um like i said i will have the code out soon but yeah looking forward to black friday got plenty of black hats plenty of orange hats if there's a hat we don't have but it's the one you want pre-order it i'll get them coming um because we're getting ready to order another couple of runs of hats anyway um looking at getting maybe some beanies for the fall too for the first time so there we go some some cool swag is coming so make sure to check back and stay tuned to the instagram and the social media later this evening if you're listening on black friday and if you're listening later go find the code go get your (laughs) t-shirts yep thanks for listening guys hope you had a good thanksgiving and you stretched out your podcast pants well yes yes i'm about to do that i'm gonna go put mine on go check us out on instagram and uh thanks for listening yep instagram and tiktok at hvac.rnd facebook trade hounds and linkedin as the hvac rnd podcast thanks for listening everybody happy late thanksgiving 
Enjoy your family time this weekend, and let's hit it hard on Monday. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Yeah, come on.